for a spooky, scary butt the bargain bin. Welcome back to Bottom of the Bargain Bin. We have the Little Shop of Horrors. Now, this is one of my favorite musicals. I've been in the musical, and I've seen the movie so many times. But we're not talking about the musical. We are talking about the movie that it's based off of, also called The Little Shop of Horrors. Where a man-eating talking plant gives homicide something to think about. Now... This is a movie from 1960 by Roger Corman, who has made more movies than I can count, and he makes them cheap, and he makes them fast. Now, a little bit of history on this movie. Famously or infamously, this movie was shot in two days because they had leftover set from the movie A Bucket of Blood, and Roger Corman was like, I can do this movie. Remember The Terror? I talked about that movie a couple weeks ago, but it was a very similar thing. And he did this a couple years before that movie. But he said, I want to make a movie, and he wanted to do it as quick as possible. So he, they, there's like, okay, we have this set for two days, and they're going to tear it down. So he was like, all right, scene, done. Scene, done. Scene, done. Did the whole movie like that. So uh, a little bit of history also on this movie is that it's, believed to be based off of a short story called Green Thoughts from 1932 and also Reluctant Orchid from 1956. Uh, This movie was very, very low budget to the point where screenwriter Charles Griffin played a robber in the middle of the movie. Always gotta love stuff like that. The budget was apparently only $30,000, which I think doesn't even come close to a quarter of a million dollars in today's money. So the movie is shot with, uh, I mean, it's almost shot like a sitcom setup. They just have, like, two cameras, and they're like, all right, this angle, this angle, this angle, boom, done. Something I want to address is the fact that Jack Nicholson is in this movie. It is one of his very first roles, and despite what the packaging from several VHS and DVD covers will tell you, He's only in the movie for about two minutes. He has one scene where he gets a tooth pulled. You were very highly recommended to me by one of your patients, a Mrs. Eshiva. I do a lot of undertaking for her relatives. This is going to hurt you more than it is me. Oh, goody, goody, here it comes. (laughs) Oh, my God, don't stop now. That's it. I mean, seriously, he's in the movie maybe two minutes. And because this movie also being super cheap is in the public domain, when every studio or any production company got their hands on this movie and put it on a tape or put it on a disc, they said, well, who's in this? Uh, Oh, Jack Nicholson. And he was apparently the only one that was marketable enough that they could sell stuff. So they're like, all right, here we go. And they they got the picture of him from The Shining. They got him, you know, holding up the plant. But really, I mean, he's... He's just a patient in the in the dentist's office. Also, you may recognize Dick Miller, who, if you've seen The Terminator, he is the guy in the gun shop who gets immediately blown away by Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's a 15-day wait on handguns, but the rifles you can take right now. You can't do that. He's been in a lot of movies as well. A lot of Roger Corman's movies also. He's one of the regulars that Roger Corman would use. Wait, I'll rev them for you. No, that's all right. I'll lead them here. They are all right? Well, I've had better. Well, that's okay. You know, those big places, they're full of pretty flowers, expensive flowers. When you raise them for looks and smell, you're bound to lose some food value. I like to eat these little out-of-the-way places. The leading players, we have Jonathan Hayes as Seymour. Uh, Take it easy, Dracula. What do you think I'm carrying here, my dirty laundry? 
Audrey, played by Jackie Joseph. Well, I do like to. You do? You really do? You like to kiss me? Sure I do. Would you like to kiss me again? Okay. And Mel Wells plays Mr. Mushnick. No. I was calling John D. Rockefeller for to make a loan on my Rolls Royce. We also have John Shaner as Dr. Farb, who would become Oren Scrivello DDS in the musical. The plot is somewhat similar to the musical. I'm going to be comparing it a lot to the musical because, of course, it inspired it. And the musical is, um, in my opinion, it's a lot better. And a lot of people feel that way. But, you know, it is cool to see the origins of something like that. So, yes, the, the plot is very much the same. The Mushnik's florist shop is this little rundown flower shop on Skid Row. Not a lot of people come there to buy flowers. Dick Miller comes in and, like, eats flowers. There's, of course, Mrs. Shiva always has flowers for her funerals. Um, and she's actually uh, mentioned a little bit in the musical, kind of just by name. She's not actually physically in it. But so it's fun to see her. She has a little bit of an inspiration. So the dentist is uh, in the musical is Audrey's abusive boyfriend. But in this, uh, he's just a dentist, but he is... But he's, he's still very much the same. He's a sadist. He he just loves drilling into people's teeth and ripping them out and just very psychotic about it. So Seymour has to deliver flowers to him, and actually they have a duel. Um, they, they literally fight each other with uh, dental equipment, and that's how he dies. Uh, You're trying to kill me! A duel! Aha! As opposed to the musical where he puts on a gas mask to inhale some nitrous oxide, but it gets stuck on him and Seymour just leaves it there and, uh, and then he dies. Are you dumb or hard of hearing or relieved? My end is nearing. Are you satisfied? I left myself to death. And then that scene also is where Jack Nicholson comes in and Seymour pretends to be the dentist. His character actually comes up in the movie from 1986 where he was played by Bill Murray. So as far as the overall plot, it goes about the same as you would expect. Seymour has this new plant that he's working on. Uh, he accidentally cuts his finger and he realizes that it feeds on blood. Hey, what happened? How come you woke up? Blood? You like blood? Everybody's like, oh my god, this is such an amazing plant and it's making them all this money. But Seymour has to fulfill its bloodlust, so he feeds him the dentist after the dentist gets killed. Um, but the, another thing that's interesting in this movie is there are these two cops that are sort of almost like a framing device for this movie. They are investigating murders happening on Skid Row, and they have some interesting banter back and forth. How's the wife, Frank? Not bad, Joe. Glad to hear it. The kids? Lost one yesterday. Lost one, eh? How'd that happen? Playing with matches. Well, those are breaks. Yeah, I guess so. And then something that the plant does in this movie, he doesn't do in the musical, is that the plant hypnotizes Seymour, and he makes him go out and kill for him. Now you will do as I say. Yes, master. You will go out and find me some food. So much like the stage musical and not the theatrical cut of the movie because it has a happy ending, but in the stage musical and in this movie, Seymour dies at the end and he becomes part of the plant. You dirty rat plant, you messed up my whole life! Feed me! 
I gotta say, I've always really liked this movie. It's so, uh, just so bizarre. Uh, you know, the low budget sort of almost indie feel of the movie is just hilarious. And it, it really adds to the atmosphere of the movie. I mean, the music is reused from different movies. And the camera setups are very simple. Uh, the special effects are, you know, about what you'd expect. Audrey Jr., who's the little plant Seymour takes care of, is a, almost like a hand puppet when it's small. The movie's also been colorized, and it's actually not that bad looking. Uh, there are a lot of colorized movies, especially the 1980s colorization of It's a Wonderful Life. looks awful. I have that on VHS, and it just looks terrible. But they, they put a lot of effort into colorizing this one, so if you can find the color version, you know, give it a watch if you're not a fan of black and white movies. Uh, otherwise, I mean, this movie is in the public domain, so you can search... Little Shop of Horrors 1960 full movie on YouTube, and you will find it easily. And I'd recommend watching it, because it's short. I mean, it's only about an hour long. It barely makes the feature film length requirement. I do recommend this movie, and I think you should watch it. <laughs> 